There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York, where today the Houston Astros open up a four-game series against the New York Yankees. This is the continuation of a seven-game road trip for the Astros. It started with three in Cincinnati, and the Astros dropped all three to the Reds, including a 3-2 to two loss in yesterday's game in Cincinnati, Michael Brantley three hits, including a two-run home run. Garrett Cole struck out eight, gave up a run over six innings and a no decision as the Astros have dropped four in a row. They're playing a Yankees team that has won five in a row after sweeping a three-game series from Tampa Bay here in New York, including a 12-1 win yesterday. Astros 48-27, first place in the AOS, eight and a half games ahead of the Rangers. Yankees first in the AL East at 46-27, three and a half games ahead of Tampa Bay. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, Framber Valdez on the mound for the Astros today. Lefty making his third start of the year. His first two starts have been really good. Uh, this is going to be a great test, uh, not only to face a really good offense like the New York Yankees, but also to pitch in this stadium. And uh, He's never pitched here uh, in this kind of environment, so I think for Framber Valdez, uh, if he can control his emotions, uh, just let his stuff play. He's very talented. It has a lot of movement on his fastball, great curveball. Uh, the Yankees don't really do that well against left-handed pitchers, so uh, hopefully he can control things and have a good game for the Astros. Meanwhile, the Yankees going with an opener, Chad Green. This is going to be uh, another start for him, his six, and it sounds like Nestor Cortez, lefty, is going to see the bulk of the innings after Green. Yeah, we'll start with Green. He's a very hard thrower. Uh, mm -hmm. He got off to a brutal start this season, but he's rectified things. Maybe uh, some mechanical adjustments has helped things. Uh, the last time he was a starter, he faced six batters, and he struck them all out. Uh, so that gives you an indication of his type of stuff. And with Cortez, he's just a left-handed pitcher who their manager really likes his just his pitch ability, who can make pitches, he can throw behind in the count that off-speed stuff, keep you off balance. So uh, that's the way the Yankees are rolling against the Astros tonight. So hopefully Valdez keeps the team in the game and stay away from their leverage relievers. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models, official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, this is a Yankees team that is getting more and more potent by the day as they continue to get players back, getting uh, Giancarlo Stanton back, also adding Edwin Encarnacion in a trade with the Mariners this week, and it sounds like they're going to have Aaron Judge back tomorrow, and uh, averaging almost eight runs a game over this five-game win streak, and this is a team that can hit the ball out of the ballpark quite well, too. Yeah, you can't make a very many mistakes. There's some swing and miss there, uh, but you have also some, some really good hitters like LeMayhew, mm -hmm. who is a great pickup. He's their leadoff batter for the Yankees tonight. So kind of a mix and match uh, with uh, a string of about five guys that uh, swing uh, for the fences, but they have those, uh, those other parts makes this team a, a very tough team to navigate, especially when you're trying to get through them three times in the order. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Susan Wallman, longtime radio broadcaster for the Yankees. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery, where we're open seven days a week. 
Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Ash Lunch, ahead of the four-game series with the New York Yankees. And uh, AJ coming to Yankee Stadium is always fun. It brings up a lot of memories. And one of the memories I would like to see if you'd share is uh, one of the times you came here, not as a mm-hmm. not as a player, not as a coach, but uh, just as a fan. You remember that? I do. You know, it was it was right before I got the Astros manager job. There was a, a gap in time where I was in between the Padres assistant GM job and the managing job for the Astros. So I, while I was interviewing here. Uh, with the Astros, I I decided to make a flight and fly to see Derek Jeter play one last time at the end of 2014. And, and ironically, I ended up sitting in the GM box with the visiting GM, which was Andrew Friedman of the Tampa Bay Rays, shortly before he went to the Dodgers, who we beat in the World Series. So I, I wanted to see Jeter play Hall of Famer. I, I, I had been with him um, in through the ranks of high school and, and through my early years and Playing against him, I had a, you know a lot of admiration, a lot of respect for him. I came to Yankee Stadium as a a uh, as a fan, and I still had uh, access to you know players and coaches and things yeah. like that. Ended up on fi- on the field for BP. Ended up in the GM box of the visitors. Uh, caught up with Brian Cashman, the GM of the Yankees, and 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 took in a game at Yankee Stadium as a fan one last time. So, so you bought the ticket. Was that some way for some? T- type of closure for you just to watch the, the end of it. Yeah, I just think, you know, I've, I've always tried to pay close attention to keeping things in perspective and context. Uh-huh. And, and we were, you know, Jeter's going to go on the hall of fame. He's somebody that I was, you know, fairly close to, but not super close to, but, um, but I love the way he played. I admired him and, and he was my age and we came up um, through high school. We were drafted at the same time out of high school. He signed, I didn't, uh, I followed his career. It just, again, it was just more admiration than anything. And, and and I knew Yankee Stadium was going to be super special to see in that September when when they were paying tribute to his great career here. This ballpark a little different from the old Yankee Stadium. Do do you notice the difference from the dugout? A little bit of a feel difference. You know, there's like the ghosts of old Yankee Stadium yeah. and the and the you know and it actually just sort of how beat up it was and and you know it wasn't even all that nice. And this is like you know the Taj Mahal of of stadiums around the league. It's incredible inside. It's incredible outside. There's a little bit more of a corporate feel here. But there's still a ton of tradition. There's still it's still Yankee Stadium. Some of the, the the scenery is the same. I've gone out to Monument Park here. That's really cool. And so there's a mystique with playing it at old Yankee Stadium or new Yankee Stadium. But it's a little different with with the newer stadium amenities. Yeah, but, but every time we drive in, so you always feel a little bit different here. And I'm sure you feel the same way. But uh, it's interesting for me to to get a chance to watch. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, uh, Framber Valdez, and some yeah. of those guys on that type of stage for you too. Oh, for sure, and yeah. and and it's always fun to come your first time, and yeah. and and you are in awe at first, and I'm um, I'm going to be excited to see how these guys respond because it's a big deal, you know, when you're facing the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, um, you can go out and beat them, and we'll we'll do a lot of work to make sure these guys don't get too wide eyed, but right. it's uh, it's fun, you know. I remind our guys we celebrated in this stadium a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. um, you know when we when we uh, won the wild card here, yeah. you know, and when and there's it wasn't too long ago that we played some huge games in this ballpark, uh, you know, to get to the World Series, and then also, you know, to win the wild card game in 15. 
You guys played them earlier this year, real early in the season. They had a lot of guys hurt this time. You guys have quite a few guys hurt as well. But George Springer goes out on a rehab assignment as he leaves the ballpark yesterday. Were there any parting words from George or from you? Because I know you guys have an interesting, <laughs> interesting uh, I, I relationship. Did, yeah, I just told him, you know, go play hard, play well, and yeah. and and hurry back. And it, it was. Um, it was funny, you know, he's already called me from Corpus, um, you know, where, where he wants to make sure that he went, he asked, Hey, if I go deep, can I come back to New York? And I'm like, no, if you go deep, you can come back next homestand. But, um, ba- the banter is back and forth. And I kept telling him, you know, you're not gonna be able to hit double A major league pitching if you can't hit double A pitching. So don't go down there and punch out every time. And otherwise, I, you know, you come back up, you can hit ninth. And you look at this Yankee lineup. Obviously, there's a lot of power in this lineup, but you got to make your pitches and you got to be on top of your game every single pitch, don't you? Yeah, you do. And, and this is a very potent offense, mm-hmm. and they're going to get healthier even throughout this series. I think Judge is going to come back maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Stanton's back. They trade for Encarnacion. This is the most power of any lineup that we face in the American League for sure. So I, you know, if you you you, you can you can give up the long ball. You got to make sure you don't walk guys. That's the biggest the biggest thing against a lineup that's this potent is you got to keep the free passes to a minimum and make them earn their way on the bases. They uh, they have holes you can exploit. You, you're not going to be tentative and be passive and be outside the strike zone. We're going to attack them with our best, and and you got to beat them inside the strike zone. And you got to beat them early. I mean, like you guys have a very good bullpen, don't you think? And they do, and they match up very well. We're going to see a lot of their arms tonight when they do the opener thing, and 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 then they have three other horses that are going to go the next the next three days after this. So. Uh, but they, when they have the lead, they're tough to beat. We did come back. I think all three of our wins at, right. at Minute Maid were comeback variety against their bullpen. So they're not unbeatable. We're pretty good ourselves. AJ Hinch, good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky. And welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Susan Wallman, radio broadcaster for the uh, New York Yankees. And uh, this is a Yankees team that comes in playing really good baseball. Susan just mm-hmm. had a big series against Tampa Bay here. We're able to sweep that three-game series. Winners of five in a row, and that comes right. after losing eight of 11. What's been different? Well, the difference has been the pitching. For, let's start with the starting pitching because we've been having a lot of four-run starters. Uh, opener didn't work for a while. Now mm-hmm. Chad Green, who's opening tonight, all of a sudden he's back. He went down to the minor leagues, came back. But you've got this great big vaunted bullpen. But if you come in in the fifth inning every single day, it isn't going to work for very long. The pitching has changed. Also, people are starting to come back. Didi Gregorius is back, so that moves him to uh, shortstop so you can move people around. You have uh, Giancarlo Stanton has been back a couple of days. And Eddie Encarnacion, you can see what has happened when he just walked in the door. It's a, it's a whole different feel. But I would go with the starting pitching has really started to put itself together. And it was a big series against Tampa. And and they knew it was a big series. And sometimes you're not supposed to, but sometimes you do You do play that way. Yeah, you mentioned Edwin Encarnacion acquired this past week from Seattle. Were you surprised that the Yankees picked him up? I think I was. I was expecting a, I was expecting a pitcher, but then thought about it and said... Oh, yeah. Then you got a guy in the middle of that order. He's a professional hitter. Mm-hmm. He's he's very much the what they're preaching to a lot of these young guys. He doesn't st- swing at balls that are outside the strike zone. Right. Um, he can go to all fields. He's not a pull hitter. He can go this way uh, to, to right field. Um, and just the way he conducts himself. Jay Happ told me, he said, you're going to love this guy. And he played with him, obviously, in Toronto. He said he's a solid pro, and there's just something about him. And sometimes you need those kinds of guys in the middle of the lineup. There's plenty of time to get pitching i really it's a little early for any of the big guys to to drop yet and start and i think as the month goes on you're you know and we get into july you're going to see a lot more movement in there 
got Giancarlo Stanton back this week. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge looks like he's going to return tomorrow. tomorrow. Those are two guys who saw quite a bit of time at DH, particularly Stanton. Is there any concern that Encarnacion, who's more or less a, a DH every day at this point, is there any concern that that might affect their at-bats in that regard in, in terms of getting rest? Oh, sure. Um, but it, he also will play, as he's doing today, He will Encarnacion will play a lot of first base. Mm-hmm. He can switch with Voight, who actually played all the time, unless yeah. DJ LeMay, who was, was spelling him a little bit. So those kinds of things have changed now. Um, Stanton's pretty much now going to play the outfield. The, the starters will be Stanton, Hicks, and Judge, left to right. Mm-hmm. And they'll move them around. And particularly now, um, you're not going to see these guys every day. Stanton just came back from all kinds of things. Uh, Judge had a really bad oblique strain. He's not going to go in and play nine innings every single day. Uh, so you've still got Gardner, and hopefully they'll be able to find a way to keep Cameron Maven, who's you guys know very well, sure. who's been a major contributor. He's so perfect on this kind of team where he doesn't have to be the guy, but always does something. When Cameron Maven plays, he does something either on the field or at the bat or on the bases that helps the team win. Another impact player for this team has been DJ LeMayhew. And when the Yankees signed him, a lot of people were wondering, well, where is he going to play? Yeah. Well, he's found his way on the field, and he's one of the leading hitters in the American League. And well, to me, he is the MVP of this team because he plays a gold glove second base. He's the best second baseman when he plays there. He's the best third baseman when he plays there. He's probably the best first baseman when he <laughs> plays there. And I remember during the winter, people are saying to me, and every time I'd be on the air, people would say, well, he, he plays half his games at Coors Field when I'd say he won a batting championship. Well, he played at Coors Field. Well, let me tell you, he's hitting 315, and we haven't played one game yet at, at Coors <laughs> Field. Um, he's a solid pro and a throwback. He's one of those throwback guys that hates to strike out. And and look at his numbers with running, runners in scoring position and with two strikes. To me, he's the MVP of this team. Going with the opener today, as we mentioned, Chad Green mm-hmm. on the mound. Uh, a lot of that is because of injuries to the rotation. Yep. Domingo Herman, who'd been pitching so well, this had been his spot in the rotation. Is that kind of the plan, at least for the time being, to, to continue going with that opener every fifth day? Unless they get a pitcher, they're going to have to because Luis Severino hasn't even thrown yet. I mean, yeah. this is not – this is not a, a he'll be back next week. No Severino. Um, Paxson has been on the DL and on the IL <laughs> and has come back. Um, and it's by necessity. They really need to do this. And Herman hasn't pitched yet. He's still got a hip thing. Um, so Chad Green, who spent some time – went I give him a lot of credit – went down to Scranton and was working – with um, the Tommy Phelps, the pitching coach down there, came back. Different guy. He looks like the Chad Green we saw a couple of years ago. You'll probably see Nestor Cortez, who throws 80, 85, mm-hmm. 90 maybe on a good day, um, after him, the lefty. And it's been a very good uh, one-two tandem. Susan Waldman, longtime radio broadcaster for the New York Yankees. Always good to talk with you. Thanks for joining us. Great to us. see you.